1: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Alibi! Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild
2: ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. All aboard!
1: Ha ha ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors.
2: A good morning and a wonderful Saturday morning it is here in southeastern Wisconsin. 799-1250 is our phone number here at the Cutting Edge Outdoors. We welcome you uh, joining us in early this morning. As you know, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And for right now, the we is me. But, but I just saw Bushy pull up. There he is. He's by the window. There he is. What, what the hell
0: am I? Chopped liver. <laughs> don't
2: worry, Bushy. I'm yeah, coming to get yeah. you. Apparently,
0: I'm not
1: a part uh, of this show.
2: Anyway, yeah. And of course, Christian Jez Kulski oh, on save the board. Don't don't okay. Good. Well, he's gone now. We we can run the show now. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, if. Uh, yeah, if you got any uh oh, first of all, I should tell you, uh Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, are your hosts every week. And we're usually always here every week. Usually on time, but
0: <laughs> Hey, better <laughs> late than never.
2: <laughs> oh, anyway. First thing uh I was gonna talk about last oh, last <laughs> week there's an email we got, first of all.
0: Ah, first,
1: that's
2: uh first X, one.
0: that's the C- first one
1: for two thousand
0: eighteen. What is yeah. that email address again? Yeah.
2: CEO guys at yahoo.com. That's right. And uh, if we we got it last week, Bushy said something at the end of the show. And I guess this listener, Double D, he uh, he remembered it. He said, Tommy. When you guys signed off last week, Bushy went on about a rant about what's to love about a Subaru. Do you remember that? I don't even remember that. (laughs) Do you remember that? Yes. Yes, Yes, I do. What
1: were you ranting about? Because they keep talking about love. Oh, yeah, that part. (laughs) It makes a Subaru.
2: What's to love about a Subaru? It's it's the corniest
1: yeah, yeah I, this now I commercial. Remember. yeah, that I and I got one that I hate even worse, which I'll <laughs> talk about today.
2: Okay, well anyway, double D advertising yeah Double D says well, if Bushy wants to or if he likes uh, Subaru commercials, <laughs> three Subaru ads ran on channel six between the time of nine twenty and nine thirty five all this week. And yes, every time we see the Subaru commercials, we think of Bushy. I'll bet other listeners now think of Subaru and Bushy as well. Always enjoyed the show from Double D. <laughs> so you must awesome. have struck a
1: nerve with somebody. So let's just change the commercials instead of love. Yeah. It's what makes a Subaru. Bushy. It's what makes a Subaru. Huh? <laughs> Bushy is what makes a Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they'll make an, like they made the Roadrunner edition. Uh I... Car years ago where they put the Roadrunner on the side, mm-hmm. put a bushy addition, they'll put my mugshot you know, on the rear fender. A friend of mine has- a stupid look on my face.
0: Or just, or Shouldn't here, be
1: too hard. A friend mine. of mine has one of those. He's oh, got an he? original Roadrunner.
2: Road Runner. Yep. Whoa. With that original goofy orange color. That was
1: basically a, wasn't it a Charger? And they put the Super B, the, the Roadrunner model. Uh, I'm not positive. Well, no, the car was- Road Was it a Charger? No, Charger. I don't know. There was the Road Runner. Know. No, actually, Road Runner was the actual name of yeah, the vehicle. It was Road a Run. Road Runner, yeah. And uh, probably had a
2: 383. Well, it in was there, a, yeah. Well, when he bought it, 26. Well, when he bought it, it had a 426. Right, but it wasn't a the original. Well, yeah, it wasn't the original engine. But the guy gave him the original engine that was in it. The guy just wanted a hotter model. But my friend, what he ended up doing was he put had the original engine put back in, so it's all original. He so, still has it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it. And I'll tell you what, a car like that ain't cheap. Oh no, no, it ain't. It's cheap. Sell. Those old ones, especially <laughs> yeah. restored to mint condition. Yep, yep. yep. He just likes uh, burning those rear tires and smoking up the place.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, even anyway. my old Trans Am I sold for three hundred dollars. You're going for mid 20,000s now and it wasn't even right? a, wasn't even a yeah. that re- fully restored yeah. you know Right, yeah. mine wasn't yeah. mine was with yeah. a little bit of transmission a, yeah. slipping but had I held on to it yeah. and got it restored it'd be worth something yeah.
2: same here i had a uh 73 and a half dodge charger with the it was a hard top but it was a soft hard top it had that cl- cloth roof on it so it you, was white with a black cloth roof
1: they called that. They didn't call it cloth roof. But no, long, it, was right. soft, soft? no. Was it soft. No, what the heck did they
2: call that? Yeah, what is it? You,
1: you probably had a 440 in there.
2: No, it was a 383. 383. Yeah. But I believe and, they
1: did have a 440 as well. Oh, they.
2: I'm sure. Yeah,
1: they did. But anyway, yeah, is that, this, that is was. We're cool... supposed
0: to do some do- Google and find some answers for no, you guys. No, no, you don't. No, have I'll just two, move on. No.
1: Hey, we're just kind of yeah. two old guys going yeah. down mem- one, memory lane. One of uh, on aren't you hot like cars. aren't you like
0: 38? Hot chicks. One of our well, callers she, are call us. Aren't you like 38? Yeah,
1: that's it. I'm thirty eight years old. <laughs> that's right. By God. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we In all? In fact, wish. I had one of my students. She said this. This was this. She this was funny. Now I've been kind of ribbing her, needling her since she was a freshman. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to tease her and stuff. But she wants to be a kindergarten teacher now, and she's graduating this year, and she's going to go to college. And I said, wow. I'm, can't wait to go watch you teach someday. And she goes, if you're still alive. <laughs> Smart kid. Oh my God. Smart kid. She got me totally blindsided by that one. Oh my God. I was dying laughing. I said, You got me back by God. <laughs> yeah. You owed you owed me on that one. Speaking of being alive, another wow. funny story. You know, I started ice fishing outside my place this year. I was using the deluxe uh, shanty, one forty-five Park Avenue. Yeah. It's got every amenity that you can think. Of, even a shower. Yeah. And I'd walk look out my shanty window and get mm-hmm. tip ups and I won fifty bucks, thirty-four mm-hmm. inch bike through yep. the ice. But you know how when you set a tip up, Tom it, or you've spent so long for you, but you know how you like to, you know, look down the hole to see what's down there as far as the weeds. You lay flat on your belly. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll put my hood up over my yeah. head, yeah, and, I've done that and, a lot. and you got to yeah. let your eyes kind of focus, yeah. and then all of a sudden the bottom comes into yeah. view and the weeds and stuff. Well, there was one day that it was really murky where you couldn't see. I mean, so I was—I must have laid there like ten minutes, hoping to try and see if to try and see where my bait is. Is it off mm-hmm. to the side? Is it in the weeds? And the neighbor gal that I know. We went out for pizza this week, and she said, she told me, she goes, you know, I think I saw you outside on the ice a couple weeks ago. She goes, "Uh, you were laying flat and not moving. She goes... Call
2: 911!
1: Exactly. Her daughter was visiting from Green Bay and is a nurse at Bellin Hospital, right? And she freaked out and wanted to, you know, Mm -hmm. rush on out there because they thought... I was dead. There's something wrong. Mm -hmm. He hasn't moved. They actually got their binoculars out and were watching me for 10 minutes as I'm laying flat till I finally twitched and made a move. My only question was, did my butt look fat? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was me, dead man laying on the
2: ice. Well, I've got some information for you, Danny. Um, okay. Wait a minute. Where, where did I put it? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that elk hunt set for this fall. Okay. There's going to be 10 tags available. We established yep. uh, I know.
1: I know exactly yeah. where this is going. This yeah. is what I was griping about last yeah. week.
2: Yeah. Five tags go to the Chippewa tribe. Uh, one tag goes to uh, a raffle with the elk, uh, Rocky, Rocky Mountain, Mountain elk. elk Foundation. But and then there will be four tags available. We thought maybe there was one or two. Four tags available for a yeah. drawing you and know, you for gotta, the lottery, and you got to put lottery. in
1: ten dollars to try that lottery. Yes, it will cost ten
2: dollars to apply. Think how much money and, they'll make and on that. And for the
1: Rocky Mountain one,
2: well, yeah, that's that's raffle. another raffle. That's yeah? another
1: at least ten dollars. I think I heard that. Yeah, it's ten dollars to apply for that one. So they're hey. encouraging everybody. Oh, you got a double chance of winning. You can do the raffle yeah, right. with the DNR or do the raffle with the Rocky Mountain Foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking
2: And then you still gotta buy the license, which is forty-nine dollars.
1: I got a better chance of getting struck by lightning than I would of spending ten dollars in and winning that elk hunt. Screw you, I'll spend ten dollars on uh, pull tabs tickets at the bar. Tommy,
0: here's here's i I'll question. spend ten dollars oh. on. Oh. Power scratch
1: one. off tickets, but I ain't no way I'm gonna spend ten dollars for a zero chance of winning an elk tag. Well it's not zero chance. It's zero chance. You still do have a chance
2: a, in in heck.
1: You got it's like what oh jazz. boy, I can <laughs> I can apply and get an elk and possibly get an elk tag. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, I'm ready
0: to do that. What is what does Bushy have a better chance at? Getting it getting an elk tag. Yeah. Getting struck by lightning. Yeah. Winning the lottery. Yeah. Or
1: Meeting a Playboy
0: Bunny. Meeting buddy. a Playboy <laughs>
1: <Bunny>. <laughs> Listen.
0: <laughs> Which one of those four?
1: Listen.
2: I Say said, that again. Okay, well L tag
0: getting struck by lightning. I'm winning the lottery. Not like Listen. not like a scratch off ticket. I'm talking powerball. Or Playboy Bunny. I think he's got a better he's got the best chance at the Playboy Bunny. Oh,
2: I don't know. I think, I think, Guys, I think Lightning will get him
1: first. I, I, have, I have zero chance of any. I'm just going to stick to my dead man laying on the ice routine and do what yeah. I do best. Well, actually,
2: he could meet a Playboy bunny. The only problem is is that they're all about 60 years old now. They're all about our age.
0: So What? What's wrong with a sixty-year-old Playboy? I didn't say age. I said, I, I I didn't said say Playboy. There was I said wrong. Playboy, rather than
2: a
1: sixty-year-old. I Playboy said,
2: Bunny. I just I wasn't saying there's was anything wrong. I just said that they're all older now because there is no more Playboy Bunny mansion and all that stuff going
1: on. I'll bet there's still some pretty hot-looking ones, buddy.
2: Oh, I bet you there are, sure. even in their forties. Yeah, yeah, fifties. Oh, I got to check the
1: time here.
2: Just doing that stuff. Uh yeah, I bet you there. What am I doing? What what what? Oh what? Oh I guess we're gonna go to a break. Well anyway, when we we come back, I got an update to you uh, for you also on the Laker limit for Lake Michigan. Oh okay, I got an update on that. So stay tuned, folks. Danny and I will be right back.
1: Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for joining us this morning. Tom? Yeah. You got some news oh, on the Lakers? Oh, yeah, the uh, Laker Lakers. limit.
2: We were talking about that. and that's, See, I thought I was thinking right last week, but I wasn't sure. You know, you get confused at my age at times. But anyway, uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. The limit last year uh, in 2017 was five Lakers. Then they were going to reduce it to two or three, but now they've decided to leave it at five for this year. And they'll consider down the road if they have to uh, reduce it. But right now, most of the charter captains that I've heard uh, talk about it say that they like the five fish limit right now.
1: Well, it used to be that it was closed for us. part of the season, right? then in the early spring, you could keep up to two Lakers because I'd be out there in March right. and I'd catch two. two and then I'd go catch three Browns and mm-hmm. have my five trout limit. Mm-hmm. Then later on, it would open up to the five Lakers again. But now from what I understand, it's going to be five in it's All year the round. Time. Yeah. Year mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. Five Lakers year round. Mm-hmm. Now you, you, that still you, means that the maximum amount of trout or salmonoids Actually, I think trout and salmon are known as salmonoids. Um, yeah, they're all... Well, the they're maximum all, number of salmonoids you can catch is five it's per You're There's still person. five,
2: yeah. Have you ever eaten the Lakers?
1: Yeah, I did, matter of fact. The, we, I had some like s- about six, seven pounders mm-hmm. and put them on the grill one time in foil with Steve Milliet, and he put some of his knock walleyes on the foil, and we actually had a couple chicks over, mm. and... The
2: Lakers won. Mm, yeah, I, I know. I've had Lakers, and uh, matter of fact, when they do the Sheboygan fish boils and all that, that's that's the main fish they like to use for that. But
1: I like Laker. Lakers. You don't want are good. to keep the great big fat no, not fat those. Ones. monsters. No, it they got more toxins, yeah. you know, gathered in them than a, you know, Russian nuclear plant, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> a Russian nuclear plant. <laughs> But, anyway,
2: yeah, so folks, uh, if you're going out there, you can you can catch five of those babies. and and, you know, certain times of the year they're actually pretty easy to catch. They're not that far from shore. Uh, you know, they're they're close in just outside the break wall, you know, I mean, so, and uh, oh, goodness me, there was something I was gonna remember. something happened on Gillespie. Oh, no, here uh, on uh, what's his face uh, 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 what's his face? Larry Smith on Larry Smith's show. This last week, you know how he started off the show? This was funny. He started off the show, he gets in his truck and he says, I'll tell you what. And he says, oh, wait a minute. My wife says I sh- I say that too much and I shouldn't say that anymore. <laughs> so so his wife is telling him, you say it too much. But then, And he was pretty good for the first half of the show. And then the second half, he just lost it and was saying it all the time. So <laughs> he's got to listen to his wife more, I guess. But that was funny that he started off the show with that, that his wife
1: noticed that. Nobody listens to their wife.
2: Oh, I always listen to my wife. Yeah, well, you're kind of. You're kind <laughs> well, of... no, actually, you know what I do, Danny, seriously? Like if my wife, if I tell her I'm going to do something, she's, she'll tell me, no, you can't do that or mm-hmm. whatever. And whatever age I'm at at the time, you know, like right now, I can say to her, hey, I'm 65 years old. I can do whatever the hell I want to do. <laughs> and that's what I tell her. Yeah, you get to a certain point in life,
1: you can do whatever you want. You're still pretty domesticated, though. Well, yeah, you speak. know, for despite that rough, gruff, tough exterior, Tom, you're kind of a you're kind of a domesticated guy at heart. She's pretty yeah. much domesticated, yeah, yeah, I'm you, you I'm know, afraid I mean, of her. Well, I'm, she was your high school sweetheart. Yeah. I'm afraid of her, Danny. And and
0: uh, <laughs> and you've been really, with you guys her been a long met, time. You've, you've been together since high school.
2: We've been married. I think it's
1: I think it's 44 years. It's me.
0: God bless you guys. That's awesome. Despite the fact
1: but, that Tom was screwing around a lot when he was in the band, that's the only reason we had the band. <laughs> 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 it was to meet
2: girls. That was the only reason. What, 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 listen, what we, instrument? Why does a guy I play do? A guitar? Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> why does a guy do anything in life? Yeah, exactly. Why does a guy go to the gym and work out? Oh, and then
0: oh, but it's not I, to look
1: good for the dudes.
0: I was just what? watching this movie last night huh? about the nineteen eighty U.S. Olympic hockey team. Yeah, the one scene where they're they just opened the movie and they're sitting. They just got on the the Olympic team. Miracle on Ice. Yeah, the miracle. Yeah, they yeah, right. the uh,
1: the what's his name? Uh, Doug? Is it uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell? Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah Kurt yeah, Russell. I got, I got that on DVD.
0: But anyways, they're sitting at the table. Um, and they just got on the Olympic team. They're having beers. And Jackal Callahan says to Coxie, Coxie, why'd you want to play college hockey? <laughs> and his answer was, isn't it obvious for the girls? <laughs> for the girls. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, that, that that is true. And then, But then when I got married, uh, my wife says, well, you can't be in a band anymore. Now, <laughs> did she say that before or
1: after the ceremony?
2: I think it was After. Yeah. I don't remember. See, it's a long time ago see, I That's don't when the
1: lead foot comes down on most yeah. of my buddies. Yeah. All of a sudden yeah. the lead foot comes down and uh yeah, yeah, like one friend of mine, he uh he 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 just gotten married and uh some his buddies pull up in the car and say, Hey Jack, we're gonna go water skiing and he goes to get ready to go water skiing mm-hmm. and she goes, What are you doing? Goes, I'm going water skiing. She goes, No, you're not. <laughs> she goes, You're married now. You don't just take off and do stuff like that. And it was like totally new to him. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, wait a second. You know, nobody put this in a fine print. Right. Like, wait a second. You're married now. It did take me a
2: while to get domesticated. It took her a while to train me properly. And
1: well. And vice versa, maybe (laughs) were they now like my my dad and mom, they dated quite a few years before they got married, but my mother still had no idea what she got into because They're married, first year, and he gets up and goes deer hunting on Saturday, opening day of deer season. And next morning, he goes to get out of bed at 3 in the morning. She goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm going deer hunting. She goes, I thought you did that yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) He said she really didn't have any idea
2: what she was getting into there. You know where we went for our honeymoon? Spooner. No, I rented a cottage on a lake up in Eagle River in the month of May. (laughs) And it was a little snow on the ground. Uh, First thing I did when uh, we unpacked the car, I went down just for the heck, went down to the dock and had to make a few casts.
1: (laughs) And you you said
0: this was in May? Yeah. And this was was back probably in the 60s?
2: No, it was (laughs) 73. 73 73. 73. you got married. And
0: people are talking about global warming now?
2: No, no, back then it was global freezing. Uh, Jimmy Carter, we had a big, back then Jimmy Carter was talking about the new ice age and everybody had to conserve fuel because of the new, you had, everybody was getting these Franklin stoves that burned on pellets and and stuff because, oh, the new ice age. It always, I wasn't
0: around to know that, so, and I wasn't educated. But anyway,
2: uh, after I was married then, I uh, had to sell my B25 300 watt Ampeg and my Fender Showman bottom. Those are my amplifiers and yeah. my in uh, my uh, I had a, 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 a Garcia Melody Maker uh guitar candy apple red with tiger stripes. It was all
1: oh, is this such kinda a like sweets. the stuff like in Back to the Future Marty had in his didn't he have some big speakers oh yeah, this was a big guitar.
2: These were big amps. They're, I mean the one ampeg with the with the top on the bottom stood a, a good four feet tall at least. Yeah, it was you know it was at least right. four feet tall you know and then I had an extra uh, bottom part because I I wanted to play out of four Altec Lansing speakers our lead player he had four Altec Lansing speakers our bass player had the big uh, God I can't remember the name of those but he had two amps with big speakers yeah we and then we had a uh, uh, the the things on for the for the singing you know uh, all that stuff and yeah it was we had a lot of amp we had we had to rent a U-Haul every time we went someplace. <laughs> You know, to take everything. What was was the name of your band, Tom? Well, the first one was the Fabulous Sound of the Falcons. That was the first. But then we changed it eventually to the U.S. Mail, spelled M-A-L-E.
1: Isn't that kind of changing, like, you know, the Fabulous Thunderbirds? Weren't you kind of encroaching on copyright? I have no idea. Or maybe you guys were before the Fabulous Thunderbirds. I don't know.
2: But the the, the U.S. Mail, M-A-L-E, you know, which was, you know, good play on words. It was cute. It was like mail. a male strip troop. And then, and then our bass player had a a postage stamp on the front of his bass drum. You were the. <laughs> and it said U.S. Guy. Mail on U.S. Mail. These these guys were high sex symbol was guys, sexist. man. Was they funny. were yeah. yeah. Jesus, they were and, and those guys. And that wasn't always water that we had on a table by the amplifier. That wasn't always water in those bottles. Oh, uh, yeah. Back <laughs> There's in the a lot day, of water. There's a lot
0: of funny band names out yeah. there. But
2: you don't drink at all now. Oh, sure. You do? I My favorite is Crown Royale.
0: There's 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 also Bailey's in his coffee right now.
2: No. No. no I don't remember. Not, Tom, Tom, <laughs> but but no, I, no. I,
1: anytime I see you at public outings
2: and stuff, you're kind of like Mr. I don't, I don't drink and Mr. drive. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I don't drink and drive. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But when I'm at home absolutely, absolutely. or if my one of my kids is driving... Oh, yeah. Then I, then I like my whiskey straight up or on ice. If one of your yeah. kids is driving. And I don't care for beer too much. Except in the summertime, like after you get done mowing the lawn and it's hot out and you're sitting in the backyard. Yeah, then I'll down, you know, a few, you know, Miller 64s or something. Because that 64s really don't taste like beer, which is good for me because I don't really care for it.
0: <laughs> what are your thoughts on flavored whiskey?
2: Oh, I don't like
1: flavored whiskey. Give okay, me, give me a good bourbon or blended okay, whiskey. Okay, all right, no. yeah, good bourbon. Oh, uh, no, the um, what is it? Uh, oh, it's, darn it, Bird Dog, strawberry. Oh, never yeah. heard of that. Chicks dig it. Yeah, I don't oh, care yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Got we a got, lot got of chicks. Got one. a lot of chicks coming over got, tonight.
1: Yep.
2: Okay. Yep. Well, get some Bird Dog. We got to go to another break. Just make sure After, they don't drive. When we come back, yes. we are going to talk a little bit about the Winnebago proposals that are coming up. Matter of they're fact, they're talking about changing stuff there. So we'll talk about the Winnebago walleyes. Seven fifteen.
1: We're talking to senior biologist Adam that's, Nickel from that's Winnebago, right. and we'll
2: maybe we should. Well, we'll give a little see taste how well of we, we coordinated the show yeah.
1: beforehand here. Yeah, We'll give a little that's taste of you, it Tom.
2: after the gut report. And then don't forget, folks, that's after the six forty five break, we got the horn brought brought you. I gotta
1: write down my questions. You gotta write
2: down questions. We got the horn that's brought to you by Bushies Teesh. uh Bushies listening to that. Brought Bushies. to you by Bucky's Bushy Bu- Subaru.
0: <laughs> Bucky, Love. Brought Love. to you by Bucky's Subaru. fine meats
2: and sausages out New in McGuanago where they do more than just meats and sausages. you got to check them out at Bucky'sMeats.com, and we'll be right back with more, so stay tuned.
0: Come here, I'm going to eat you.
2: I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, this one comes from Mad Dog and Merrill. Sometimes we look for sauces to put on things that are easy and tasty, Here's one one of their favorites that they like to put on pork, rib, chickens, whatever you like, all right? They they like using this, especially on the pork and the ribs. Now, you can change the amounts. You don't need this much, you know, but you can change the amounts. And this is easy. It's a traditional mustard sauce. One cup of molasses, one cup of vinegar, and one cup of prepared mustard. Now, I've done this where I've taking only half cups of each, you know. And uh, you can put it on, like I said, they love it, and I love it on, on either ribs or po- any kind of pork, but you can put it on other things if you want, too. Give that a try. You might like it. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha for weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Now, Danny, we, you said that uh, at 7.15, right after the 7.15 break, we've got the DNR fisheries Biologist from yep. the Winnebago area calling yep. in. And um, they're right now... They're, they're thinking about moving to a three-fish bag limit on the Winnebago system uh, as of the year 2020. So that's not going to happen right away, if they do it, okay? And that, and that's not just Winnebago, but it's the whole system. That means uh, Butamore, County, Poygan, and uh, large par- partions, uh, portions of the Fox and the Wolf Rivers. So I was just wondering what what our listeners think about that, for those of you who fish the Winnebago and the whole system up there. What do you think about a three fish limit, uh, or not? You know how much money, by the way, um, the recreational industry brings to the Winnebago area and, and for surrounding places that sell, like Midwestern Shooter Supply, they sell a lot of Winnebago lures for guys, yeah. Going a lot out of there. the captains go there yeah, and they yeah. sell a lot of Lake Michigan stuff, too, yeah, exactly. Yeah, roughly. 4,300 jobs it supports, and $234 million annually because of the walleye fishing on that lake. That's pretty awesome.
1: Well, how many years have you been fishing Winnebago? When's like oh. the first time you ever went walleye fishing on Winnebago?
2: I don't know if it was... Well, it might have been specifically for walleye and probably caught more sheephead at the time. <laughs> but we used to do a lot of perch fishing up there, too.
1: Um, oh man, I'm telling you, probably in the early eighties. Okay. Early eighties. Yeah. Cause I never fished it until just a couple years ago. Yeah. I'd never fished Winnebago. Now my brother lives mm-hmm. in Oshkosh, so he's out there regularly mm-hmm. and he likes to troll and get walleyes and he's caught some nice ones over mm-hmm. the years. Trolling on Winnebago, you can, like you said, you'll get a bunch of sheep's head. You'll get white bass and sheep head. And then I told you how I went a couple years ago, and we accidentally snagged, like, this giant sturgeon. Mm -hmm. We got it up, and we tried to take, I tried to grab it by the tail so we could take the hook out of its back, and it it was a 100-pound fish, man. It about, it splashed. We just cut the line. We Mm -hmm. didn't want it. We were hoping to get the hooks out, but I don't think... Small hooks and a big height of a sturgeon are really gonna hurt it. No, they ain't gonna hurt that, that much no. anyway, but it was pretty incredible. No. Well, we went up there a lot for the mainly for the perch a lot, you
2: know, and we'd catch walleyes too, you know, but it was mainly the perch that we went for because uh, you know it th- that lake is cyclical, you know, you'll have years where the perch are big. there's pl- they're plentiful and then you have years where there's a lot of them but they're smaller, you know. <laughs> And then right now this year is turning out good. looking forward to being a great year for perch fishing on Winnebago. But then I started going up for, believe it or not, largemouth bass, crappies, and bluegills uh, would go in the spring for those. And, uh, man, yeah, people don't realize the good smallmouth fishing and the largemouth bass fishing, the crappie fishing that's up there. Yeah, they got a lot of those, you know. And, and Danny, you know there's a few big muskies in northern swimming around in there. There, you know there is. you know there
1: is. There's got to be. Well, they did know. plant, I believe, the Great Lakes Strain in, they? in that system a couple of years back. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know if they put it. Well, it, it wouldn't matter, wouldn't it, Tom, if they put it in Butamore or, or whatever because wherever. they're all connected, right? Yeah, yeah. they're all connected, so yeah. It, yeah, so there could but, be some guys someday. You know there are some up there, yeah. gonna. And my brother was pretty avid in talking to the biology years ago he met a biologist at the sports show he said hey have you guys ever thought about putting a great lake strain in you know Mm -hmm. and uh for years he'd talked to him he exchanged a couple letters with him Mm -hmm. and then when they finally did do it my brother actually received a letter Mm -hmm. from the biologist saying hey we are going to be doing it so and um in the month was a musky club that was kind of behind it too but my brother kind of did, kind of like to feel that maybe he had some influence in putting a bug in their ear, and and so if you if you do talk and work with your local biologist, and sometimes it it does pay to interact and communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know they're not always they're not going to do whatever you think is a good idea. I know that. Just look, just look at, <laughs> just look at you over here. Now, but now they're turning around. Now they're coming around. Now Al Shook likes he's going to be in the studio April 7th and he'll be Mm -hmm. talking about the Congress hearings. And he's a big proponent of going through that process, Mm -hmm. Uh, which in some cases, those do get passed other times resolutions that everybody wants get shot down by their, Mm -hmm. by the, you know, committee that it gets sent the DNR's committee that it gets shot to. And, Mm -hmm. and the biggest influence on the committee is the local biologist for that committee, so right. if you don't win the heart of the biologist you're you're kind of spitting in the wind mm-hmm. I think.
2: Yeah. 7991250 you got any comments on on that but
0: I'm I'm sure one of my friends has a, has a comment as he's texting me and listening to the radio station young friend young man I used to coach baseball with Josh. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening. You have any answers or any questions or excuse me call us. Is he a fisherman? <laughs> I don't know. Well, why would he have a question? Josh, hang on. Let me Snapchat. Him. <laughs> Tell him not to call. <laughs> um. Josh, Josh, yeah, these but fish?
2: you know they got a, they got uh you know they got some great launches out there, you know, on Winnebago. And as a matter of fact, what's really nice is that the launches are free. Oh, a, they're, they're not Wait all free. I they're think I had free. to pay at one at a nice yeah. park there. Yeah. Ooh. There's a couple that you pay. There's a couple that are free that I that I I'm pretty sure of. But there are some, but their fees are really small, you know, three or five dollars or something like that. Right, they're pretty pretty reasonable, and they got that big launch
1: at uh, Rainbow Park. What What's the biggest walleye you've pulled out of there? Oh, not that big, maybe twenty two inches. That's like, my brother did once catch a seven-pounder mm-hmm. that he let go, like a 27-incher. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a pretty big walleye for that is. Winnebago. That is, yeah. You don't really hear of any 10- or 11-pound no. walleyes no. coming out of there. It's not like no. it's the Bay of Green Bay. Right. And there very well might be, you know. Well, there's got to be some big there's ones. I just wonder be. why you don't hear of more monsters. Is it because they're... Getting cropped off before they get that age, or you would think I don't know because that lake's got millions of walleyes in it. So, what is it that makes it so good for walleyes?
2: I don't know. Well, there's a lot of food for them, that's for sure. Well, and they just reproduce like crazy. And everybody thinks that all those walleyes, you know, they all go up the river and spawn. No, a lot of those walleyes are spawning right in Winnebago. They're, they're not all of them go up the rivers on the shorelines. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah. don't walleyes need rocky shorelines no, to spawn? No, 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 no. Matter of fact, a lot of the rivers that they go up. Uh, as a matter of fact, in Eureka, when 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 the water's high, they're they're spawning in the in the fields where they plant corn and stuff and whatever. They don't need gravel. No,
1: no. They'll spawn wherever they can. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they would pref- maybe prefer it, but.
1: No. So, you, so you're saying it's kind of like a uh, pike going up in, you'll find pike in ditches. Yeah, In creeks exactly. miles inland. Exactly. Off exactly. the Bay of Green Bay.
2: Yeah, normally they like to prefer, I guess, the, the reeds with the sandy bottom, you know. Right. But they'll hey they gotta spawn wherever they can and if they can't find what they need they'll go wherever and lay the eggs. So but, Winnebago uh, must have that good spawning habitat. Well, well, yeah, they they do. They got a lot of it. But like I said, not all the walleyes go up the rivers. A lot of them spawn right in Winnebago. Remember, we were we were uh, catching walleyes. God, it was in oh it was an early thaw that year. Uh, I can't remember what year that was. It was an early thaw, and we were catching them along the shoreline. You know, some some had spawn in them. You know. Caught a lot of little males that were milking, you know. So, yeah, not all of them go up. Over. Hey, listen, folks, it's time to call and be a contestant for the Hornschwaggle, where you can win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages. All you got to do is call 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Bushy's going to give you three statements. You tell them if it's a Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle. That means it's either... B.S. or no B.S.? So call right now, 799-1250. Be a contestant, be a winner, and the questions will be easy. Right? Mm, and... Yeah. <laughs> I should say the statements, the statements. They're not too bad. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned to 105.7 FM, The Fan. All set, Bushy? we got no
0: choice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply. Cutting edge outdoors. I'm Dan Bush and you're not. Remember Chevy Chase? He used to do that uh, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live. He'd say, I'm Chevy Chase and mm-hmm. you're not. And you're also not lucky enough to be with... Tom Neubauer, like I am right now, and Christian Jazkowski, let's not forget him. It's just a wonderful day in the studio. And do we have a contestant for the Hornswoggle segment?
0: We do indeed. And we've got Matt. Matt is calling from the dog park, the number one place where you want to pick up a nice female The dog park. Matt, what's going on? What are you talking about? Good morning, here? Matt. Good
2: morning. How are you doing today? Okay. Great. How are you? Good. good. Doing you... good. Feeling lucky? Oh, yeah, (laughs) always.
1: Okay, so put on your thinking cap. Here we go. Pike and muskies. I'm headed up for a trophy pike trip today. I'll be hanging big dead baits, so this got me on this topic. Pike and muskies usually prefer to swallow their prey tail first. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? No hornschwaggle. That's a oh, horn That is a horn take it by head first. Okay, here we go. This question. If this question sucks, don't blame me, Matt. It's Tom's question. Oh, he gave God. it to me here for the you know, so I you know, I, I gotta let him once in a while weigh in on the horn swaggle. So here we go. The Bassmaster Classic. It sucks. Which, you know, Tom was like an expert bass tournament angler, still is. The Bassmaster Classic has always been won by an American, hornswoggle, or no Hornschwaggle? They're so
0: mean this week. This is no Hornschwaggle.
1: That was a Hornschwaggle. Yeah, <laughs> there was a Japanese Takeo Omori. Omori. It sounds like he was half Irish with Omori <laughs> and, and Japanese.
0: So I want to hear. I want to hear the third question. I want to hear number. Hey, Fox. We'll
1: see if you'd get at least be one out of three, Madam. Sorry. Hey, Fox. Will slink to the ground, flatten itself to the ground if it's caught in the middle of the road and actually let a vehicle go right over the top of it. Hornschwoggle or no hornschwoggle? No hornschwoggle. No hornschwoggle.
0: I saw a fox do it. Really? And one did
1: it to me too. That's so weird. Unbelievable. So thanks for listening there, Matt. And give a call next time. Well, we won't have any more of Tom's bad questions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Matt. Yeah, try next week, okay? appreciate whoa, whoa. it. Take okay, care.
1: thanks. Bye now. Nobody follows the Bassmaster Classic, Tom. Oh, oh really?
0: <laughs> those were those uh, the times that I've been in here since I've started at the show. That was tough. You did? you think so? No, that, oh, was, the, that the, was tough. The first
2: question was the easy one. Yeah,
0: that was uh, I
2: That was the easy one. Yeah, the, the pike, pike and musky one. Yeah. The yeah.
0: pike and musky that's tough. No, that was easy. It's no, not the Pikey Musky one. The, the uh, Bassmaster one. Tough that's...
1: for snowflakes who've never fished before. There, Christian. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, you figure since since we're, to, bass... we're learning I don't, you, though. I don't, I don't, you, you yeah. are we're learning, learning
0: you. Me. No, I would that's have gotten the, the first. I would have gotten the first one right. That second one, the Bassmaster well, one. Yes, that's they, tough. They,
2: they've had the Bassmaster Classic ever since 1971, and you would think that of all those years and bass fishing being a literally worldwide sport that at least one had to come from someplace else, and especially Japan. (coughs) Bass fishing in Japan is huge. (laughs) That is huge.
1: But the bass were planted there, right? Didn't they take Florida strain and send them to Japan?
2: Yes, yes. And we've got another email here at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Our our server's going to overload. This is our our good friend, Sister Marianne Etzel, listening to us in Rome and uh, Rome, Italy, not Rome, Wisconsin, <laughs> down the road, Rome, Italy. And <laughs> she says, you came across loud and clear on March
1: 17th. Thanks, she says. Was well, that when we were uh, worried if, that we had technical difficulties? I guess so. In yeah. the studio? Yeah. yeah. Everybody was freaking out that day. Yeah, it so, was nuts.
2: So we came in loud and clear. Oh, Me, oh here, a, we got another one. I was calm, cool, and collected.
0: I was sweating. Here's another I'm one. symbol of,
2: I'm a rock. Okay, here's another email. This comes from Ray. Ray says, "Hi guys, I'm going to try my luck on Buffalo Lake this summer. What can you tell me about it? Thanks. You put on a
1: very useful show. Well, thanks, Ray. Well, Buffalo Lake up by Montello, correct? Yeah, uh an impoundment of the. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that part of the what I, river? Uh, I don't know I what river. So I'm not sure. I've never. I always. I think I went and ice fished it once." because mm-hmm. uh, I heard that there were, I think it's pretty shallow, weedy, mm-hmm. lots of pike. Uh, I think it's more a numbers pike thing as far as as, as, a far, as opposed to size. But it seems to me I heard the really good bass fishing in there as well, isn't there? Yeah,
2: I fished up there a number of times, and uh, when you launch your boat, there's a launch on the north side of the lake, and when you launch your boat, just go straight across to the weed line and there's a big weed edge on the south end of Buffalo Lake, and all you got to do is literally throw spinnerbaits or uh, plastic worms, wacky style, right around there. Uh, If you're throwing spinnerbaits, you'll catch a lot of northerns and largemouth. Uh, If you go down to where there's a bridge down to the west, if you go to the bridge, uh, you'll catch bass over there. If you go to the west, you'll run into some road. I forget what road it is, but there's like a culvert dam type thing there and uh you'll catch bullheads there but <laughs> uh, but it also has very good perch fishing very good perch fishing there there are some crappies there are some bluegills but mainly it's a a, a bass uh northern pike lake spinner baits you're gonna catch them both uh with the wacky worms you're you're gonna catch a lot of bass so yeah, Buffalo Lake, great. You're gonna
1: you're gonna do well there. Don't, Let me ask you, Tom. It's a good place. Throwing spinner baits for bass in areas where you can get a whole bunch of uh, pike as well. Pike as well, yeah. Do you use a leader so you don't get no. your spinner bit off? No, no, I do not use a leader.
2: No. As a matter of fact, most uh, spinner baits come with a R bend instead of a twist bend. And with the R-Bend, you can't put a leader on it, you know, like a snap leader. You'd have to use something like, what's that one called? Tiger something or other where Tiger wire? Tiger wire. You'd have to use something like that that you could tie to the spinner bait and then tie it to a little barrel swivel and then tie your line to that. No, I don't don't use a leader. And although it's only happened to me once in my life where a big old pike came and just swallowed the whole thing, you know, swallowed the whole spinner bait and cut my line. But generally, uh, if you're using larger spinnerbaits like I do, I use half ounces, uh, and at, I, I would recommend using at least 3-ounce spinnerbaits or bigger, but I use half ounces, and with big blades and all that. And, and, and here's another thing about spinnerbaits, Ray. If you're using a spinnerbait, number one, you got to have some type of plastic trailer on the back of the main hook, whether it be a zoom split-tail trailer or a twister tail. It's got to be white, number one, white for any color spinnerbait you're using. Number two, got to have a trailer hook on the back of the main hook because of the fact that half of the fish you catch will be on that trailer hook. So definitely use a, a, a white trailer on the back plus that trailer hook. You will catch more fish, guaranteed. And with that, we have to go to our sports
1: update. Are you ready, Jazz? Oh. <laughs> well, you oh, got to go do back. it anyway. Oh, wake oh, up! My... He's watching TV. Yeah. yeah. Watching... You know, years ago we used to watch the Spanish channel during during the oh, show. Oh God, you guys!
2: Oh, yeah, you and John.
1: you and John. Okay, well, with that you
0: here you gotta it take is a trip down. Kristen
2: Jazz. Hold on,
0: Kristen.
2: I said Christian. I
0: heard a tin at the well, end, not a chin.
2: Yeah. Do you want me to introduce you with the sports update or not? Here we go.
0: Off Off we we go.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.